Hi everyone, my name is Heather Barnhouse and I'm a partner at Dentons Canada LLP. Welcome to our agribusiness podcast, where we explore the challenges, trends, and innovation happening in the agricultural industry in Canada. Every year, Olds College hosts the AgSmart Conference to bring together agricultural innovators and service providers to showcase new technologies in ag. Chris Young, our Senior Manager of Client Development, was on site at the conference in August to chat with numerous stakeholders in the ag ecosystem. Please join us for the next few episodes to listen to some of these conversations Chris has had with the innovators and investors that attended AgSmart. Okay, joining me today, I have Dr. Mark Redmond from Ardar. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So Mark, give me a little bit of background about Ardar. So Ardar was formed in uh, March 2020 to bring together agriculture research in Alberta in both crops and livestock and to be an independent producer-led group um, funding the research across the province. And so what's your, what's your role at Ardar? So my role is the uh, chief executive officer. So I've been in the role for about the, the last 18 months. And um, Ardar is special because um, our funding portfolio, um, funding both crops and livestock, we manage $37.5 million a year. So we're one of the, the largest uh, research investors, independent research investors in the country. And so uh, we cover broad spectrums of research from developing seeds right through to processing food products uh, for the consumer. And so we take a data-driven approach, hence the results-driven aspect. And so that leads itself really well to some of the, the new initiatives that we're seeing in terms of uh, climate change. So how do we know what benefits are going to be delivered by different programs? as well as looking at the, uh, the needs and expectations of our global marketing partners. So when we see the world's um, regulatory environment changing in terms of um, different processes and procedures in raising livestock, how do we make sure that our producers have a lead on making sure that our product meets those highest world standards so we can go after the, the world's value-added um, crop markets, beef markets, um, and so deliver that advantage to uh, Canadian producers. You know, you being funding, I guess, at the early onset for a lot of these unique, innovative projects, what are you seeing as kind of the trends um, in the spaces that you do provide funding for? What, what's kind of been top of, uh, I guess, top, top of the initiatives that, that get requested for funding purposes? Oh, that's, a, that's a difficult question. In, in two years, we, we've actually reviewed, I think, over 800 funding oh, applications. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we uh, look at our portfolio, um, approximately equal balance between livestock and crops. Um, so on the crop side of things, um, disease resistance is um, very important, as is increasing yields and productivity. Uh, so in Canadian canola, we have a problem in Alberta called clubroot, which affects the overall yield of the 
the product. And so genetic tools for screening for club root and ways of preventing club root are very important. On the livestock side of things, similarly, uh, genetics is, is really important. Um, so how do we breed for specific traits? A uh, great example of uh, breeding for specific purposes, um, our top export from Alberta to Japan is actually a chilled pork product. Okay. And uh, that product for the um, eastern markets had to have a different type of marbling. So we looked at the genetics of the pigs to produce the, um, the marbling effect. But to get that marbling, they needed a special feed. So it was a variety of barley. And so putting those two products together, plus processing industry, uh, techniques developed especially for the Japanese market, led to the opening of a, a, a new market that actually we couldn't produce enough pork in Alberta to, sub, to satisfy all Japan's needs. We could only ship product sufficient for the, the market in Tokyo. So big marketing opportunities um, there. What's holding that industry back right now is really concern in terms of um, some of the upcoming diseases. So you might have heard of uh, African swine fever, which has yep. taken the European uh, market and set it back. Um, we have to be smart and come up with uh, control measures in order to, to concentrate your industry in one particular place. So this is one instance where having diversified production across Canada works in, in a beneficial way to protect your, your markets. And so those zoonotic diseases still are a big concern. Right. So that's quite the implications on some of this research into how to, like just your example there about, you know, your genetic, um, you know, adaptation for the types of meat pork products that the Japanese would want to mm -hmm. take, as you said, opens up a whole new marketplace for producers. So quite, uh, quite significant, I guess, your funding of some of this early onset research. That, that is really um, key to a lot of the, the driving the developments and at a great show like today, you've seen yeah. the, uh, the Trade Commissioner's Office are here, uh, members of the, the federal government uh, who are clearly focused in terms of the, uh, the markets for our products, how do we make sure that Canada retains that preferred customer status that the quality is built in. And that's the producers today really have um, eyes on economics as well as uh, the, the market needs. So we look to combining both to, to give us um, preferred market advantages. Perfect. Well, Mark, uh, th thank you for taking time to drop our booth today and uh, glad to see you at Eggsmart and look forward to uh, keeping up, uh, checking out your progress that you're making with uh, Ardar and some of the funding initiatives you're doing. Sounds great, thank you. Thanks, Mark.